Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is a podcast from Minute Media. A lot to cover on today's DeWindy City podcast. The Bears fired Lamar Soup Campbell, who's been with the team since 2015, was on the hiring committee that brought in Ryan Poles and then Matt Eberflus, and now Ryan Poles is firing Lamar Soup Campbell. What's going on over there? Also, Jay Cutler in town playing cornhole and wants to be a part of the Bears organization. Take it easy, Jay. We'll be discussed with my guy, Herb Howard. And yes, the Bears are apparently being courted by the city of Chicago. Lori Lightfoot wants to put a roof on Soldier Field. Let's dome it up. Let's keep them here. Let's make our best bid to keep the Bears in Chicago. You go, Lori. It will be discussed. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, grew up in Highland Park. doesn't really matter uh, because there's tragedies going on every single day in the city. Uh, but this one, of course, felt different because it was a place that we haven't seen another mass shooting in this country. So uh, I'm just hoping that the people who have made their life about serving the public will actually attempt to serve the public. That would be sweet. And that's all I'll say right now. Showtime. I feel like we're going to be busy today. Get the chat rolling here, team. We've got uh, Jay Cutler playing cornhole. I don't know, Herb, your talents on that, but uh, I'm I'm generally amazing myself. I'm nice. I'm nice. Are you? Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. I, I believe you. We got, we got to put a team together and like take on everybody else. Let, let's go. Uh, let's let's go to Wendy versus any other Bears podcast out there. That, that actually might be versus great. everybody. Let's go. Like let's let's go let's go podcast. We might have you know what do they do that the tournament of whatever we we could we could do a whole thing here. We're doing cornhole for 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 something good. Uh, we can think of this through, but I, I I like it. And uh, I don't know to dome or not to dome. Uh, Mayor Lightfoot doing everything she can to keep the Bears in Chicago, four hundred million to one point five billion uh, to you know let's put a roof on that thing, and 
I f- fend off Arlington Heights. I'm a Chicago guy. I want the Bears in Chicago. It, it does. I don't lose sleep over it at night. But that's, you know, they're going to screw us anyway with taxes. So what's another BS thing that they're going to try to pass through? I, I'm down with the dome at Soldier Field. We could talk about that too coming up. But uh, I, when you saw that, did you have a little? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. There's no chance this is going to happen. No, listen, I think that sometimes we kind of just stick to the old way of doing things just because they're the old way of doing things. We couldn't we couldn't put us we couldn't put a, a, a video board at Wrigley just because there's never been one there. It's like, what? Like, put one up there. It, it makes it much better. It's fine. If you want to put a dome on Soldier Field, put a dome on Soldier Field. Is it that much of a home field advantage when, you know, one where the teams come to Chicago in, you know, late December, January? I, I don't know. Maybe a little bit, but how often are we even there? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, put a dome yeah. on it, keep it in Chicago, I'm fine. Yeah, and uh, hey, Final Four, let's go. I, I'm right on the lakefront. Great for great for business, great for the city. Let's let's welcome people in. I got uh, to figure out how to get in and out of there. It is hectic. It's terrible. Like, getting in and out of Soldier Field is not convenient for anybody. And with the lake being right next door, I don't know how you got the lake. You got LSD. I don't know how you fix it. You, you you don't you don't but if they get out to Arlington Heights and I don't know if if have you been to you ever go to the racetrack? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I think I think it's gonna be tough to beat. When you talk about having that open land, that space, and, and being able to do it, and you put put the dome in there, and then you have Big Ten tournament, and you get bowl games, or you get whatever it is. I think that's a tough pitch to beat. I'm not gonna lie. I want the, I want sort of from the lakefront too. I want the skyline in the backdrop. All of that, but I think that's a tough pitch to beat. Yeah, but that fifty-three situation, like you, you are going to be. It's going to take four hours to get out of there. I'm, we're way ahead, by the way. The Bears can't leave till twenty twenty-six. It's twenty twenty-two, but hey, it's in the news. Uh, what's up there? Hey, Jacob Pone, Dadon, good to see you. Appreciate you. The loyalty is is right there. It just, I, you know, as I was getting ready for the show today, I'm like, oh my god. We got a dome situation that's moving around. Congratulations to Chicago Cranes with the, with the breaking news that the mayor is doing everything she can. She said she would do everything she can. I'm uh, way to go, Lori. I, you're you're climbing up a major hill here, but let let's explore everything. Could be good. For I think city. I think the Bears kind of want to go. Not like they want to leave Chicago, but I just think they've kind of made up their mind already that the Arlington site is what they want. I think the city would kind of have to blow their mind. No, she's trying to, but. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I listen. Uh, you might have to tear down the columns, which is a landmark thing. Mm-hmm. But so I don't know how to get around that. But will you miss the columns? Right. Exactly. I, no, no pull the columns out and just sit them on sit them on the side next to the Walter Payton and the Papa Bears. That just sit them there. It's fine. We'll keep them. They just sit right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly right. You, you, you guys, you guys have figured out how to move different things in life. It's probably going to cost another billion dollars to move the columns, but it's all fake money at this point anyway. Let's move those columns. Let's, let's go. All right, uh, Bears fans, do you want the Bears to stay at Soldier Field with the dome? Um, and and also the other breaking news in the NFL today. I see you, Gonzo, uh, Baker Mayfield landing in Carolina. Uh, for a conditional fifth round pick, there is some similarities between Baker and and, and Jay Cutler. By the way, uh, both dudes went through coach after offensive coordinator after coach after offensive coordinator. And I know that it makes absolutely no sense for the Bears to go after Baker 
because this yeah. is Justin Fields' team, and you don't want to throw throw that in the mix. However, I don't know, man. Fifth round pick for for Baker, who's won a playoff game and played well in it. That's literally nothing. So, and and you're uh, you you can't do it. But I also feel like there are some teams that are going to look back. Why did we not at least take a flyer on Baker for your your the Browns are eating ten and a half million of the salary too. I I just I. There was part of me that was thinking, I don't know, should the Bears have gone after Baker Mayfield? That's a, that's a terrible thought, but it was in my head. I think a lot of these things kind of take on this kind of group thing. And, like, what do, what do most people think? Okay, I'm just going to side with that. So most people are like, don't touch Baker. So most teams are just like, okay, then we won't. Even for a conditional fifth, and they're going to take some of the, most of the money, it's still, no, 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 we can't touch Baker. It's like, all right, fine, if you, if, if you feel that way. I get the Bears not doing it. Listen, you got a second-year guy. You don't want – that kind of distraction around him, I get it. It would also signal that maybe you aren't as sold on Justin Fields as some other people are. And so, or you can just view it, view it as a cheap insurance plan. I get it, but I, I think that would have been a, a very dangerous thing for the Bears to touch. So I, I get them not doing it, but a lot of teams are probably gonna look back on it and say, hey, Baker is not, he's top 32, you know, he's one, he's one of 32 somewhere, I think he is. And so if you don't have a guy who's also one of 32, you're probably going to look back and wish you had pulled the trigger for the fifth round pick. Right. Right. I mean, someone is going to look back on that and maybe he'll be successful in Carolina and maybe he won't. You just, you just hit on something, Herb, you know, it, the bears are sold on Justin Fields. Justin Fields is our guy, right? You're giving that look like, are they? Uh, are they? I don't know that. Right. Right. Well, so CBS sports is doing their, uh, their rankings on, on, you know, NFL football teams. The Bears came in 30th, which is not a huge surprise, I don't think, to anyone. But the way they wrote it, I thought was interesting. They said if if Team Brass is really quote all in on Justin Fields at quarterback, it's not acting like it. They said saddling the former first rounder with a still shaky line and receiving core. Montgomery, Herbert, solid backfield. Mooney, legit speed. But all those guys are better suited for complementary roles. Under new coach Matt Eberflus, a defensive mind, it'll be, quote, a minor miracle if Fields grows in confidence and decision-making while working around such a mediocre offensive supporting cast. That's a, that's a dial-in on, on that. Yeah, I, I don't agree. I, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I think that what they've done is not an actual reflection on how they feel about field. They might not be as all in. I think they're just rashly putting together a team that has a zillion needs. And this is what's happened so far, but that is one way of looking at it. If you were really all in on them, then maybe you would have been more aggressive and going out and getting some of the receivers that were available, but that just, you know, where the bears were, it just made no sense. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can get that school of thought, but I really think it's connecting two dots that don't necessarily need to connect. Right. Both things can be true. We can be sold on him and not feel like this is the right time to go all in on surrounding him with talent. If you weren't a huge fan of the wide receiver free agent pool, then don't overspend there. If the draft didn't fall to you a certain way and you didn't find the value at 39, then don't jump and take somebody there. So I, I just think that it didn't really happen for them that way. I also think that they were more focused on trying to come in, figure out what is our plan of action? How can we get a foundation in place? And then we'll look to 23 to where we can really spin in the open market, but also have a full allotment of draft picks. I don't necessarily make a correlation between their off-season inactivity and their belief in Justin Fields. I don't know if those things are connected. Yeah, I, I don't think they are either. 
And it does take me, though, to our guy, Jay Cutler, who's back in town playing cornhole, advancing to the finals. This was a major miss by me. Uh, I was going to go on Friday night. It was at 10 o'clock at night. But my, 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 good, my good TV buddy, former radio buddy, uh, Nick Wright, was in town. So I ended up going to dinner. Herb, you would, uh, we went to uh, – it was a very fancy dinner. Nick makes a bunch of dough. He shows up in a pink sweatsuit at Mastro's. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't. They didn't see him. Like you, you can't. You can't wear that. You then this was like designer sweatsuit look. Yes. Still. Yeah. Like they're like you. You, you can't do this. Well, my, my my name is 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 Nick Wright. Um. Uh, people, I would assume know who Nick is, but if not, he's a TV host on Fox Sports One with Colin Coward and uh, Skip Bayless make their living and whatnot. But so they're like, yeah, no. And so we left. We got booted out. And after not finding anywhere else to eat, he had to change in, you know, do the old car change. And we went, walked back in. And then the dude kind of figured out who he was. And so we ended up getting a bunch of free food. But I miss Cutler is the whole point of the story, which I just am hugely regretting right now. And Jay had some interesting things to say about his tenure with the Bears uh, and, and Justin Fields. You know, he 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 he's out there saying that he likes Fields, but he's in essence worried that the same thing is going to happen to uh, to Fields that happened to him. I mean, Jay what Jay, Jay Jay said he says like I like him. He's got the tools, but it's the same problem the Bears have had for a long time. They're turning over coaches and turning over offensive coordinators. It's hard for a quarterback. Um, and I don't think we're going to have the level of turnover that Jay had, which was straight insane. But I hope not. but it's a it's a it's a it's a valid point. That I mean, I I went I went back through Cuddy. I got Cuddy trivia for you. Two thousand and nine was his first year. Lovey was the head coach. Ron Turner was the offensive coordinator. Greg Olson led the team catching balls with sixty. They finished seven and nine. All right, missed the playoffs. His next year, 2010, the one really good year that, that the team had, 11-5. and five. Lovey, the head coach, but they switched to Mike Martz, uh, who was the OC. They lose in the conference championship game. They uh, they beat Seattle was, in the playoffs. His, that was, his, that was a tell, tell him to shut the F up, right? Live yep. On Monday Night Football, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. And, 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 and it's, it was his only playoff win, and he, and he got crushed, by the way, for not playing in the conference championship game because his, you know, they thought he was soft and that he hadn't torn his MCL, which was ridiculous. Uh, but the leading receiver that year, Johnny Knox and Matt Forte, 51 catches. Olsen goes down to 41. And Devin Hester, by the way, had the most targets, 73, and he caught 40. But it's just, it just like going back and looking at it, it just, there was just so many changes that occurred in his career. Lovey to March. The next year, March stays, uh, but he gets hurt. After that, they fire March. They bring in Mike Tice. It's the last year of Lovey. He's 10 and 6. They miss the playoffs again. Then comes Tressman and Aaron Cromer, who ended up selling him out. That's 2013. So you've had two head coaches, four offensive coordinators in his first five years. Tressman stays with Cromer in 2014, but they missed the playoffs for the fourth straight year. That brings in John Fox and Adam Gase, the fifth straight year of missing the playoffs. And then Fox fires Gase, and they bring in Dowell Loggins. So in 2016, 
and they go three and 13. Cuddy plays five games. So six OCs, three head coaches in Cuddy's tenure from 2009 to 2016. Let us pray that that is not going to be anywhere close to what happens to Justin Fields. You can't find a quarterback who's been successful under that kind of turnover. You can't find right? one, right? It just, it just doesn't happen. Now, some people may say, well, if the quarterback is better, you won't have that kind of turnover. But I think it tends to go the other way around. You have to have a system in place that is going to, one, accentuate what he does well, but also put the pieces around him to be able to succeed. If you're talking about Devin Hester and Johnny Knox, no disrespect to those dudes, right? But those aren't number one receivers, right? That's just not what it is. Greg Olson, Matt Forte, first four or five years, he doesn't have a receiver leading him in catches, in yards. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Now, he gets to the point where he's got Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey and Martellus Bennett, and that's fine. But before that, you don't have those types of things. And I, I think that he always kind of got a bit of a, of a tough break in terms of public perception. That idea of him not being tough was always terrible. You played behind some old lines that weren't giving you time. You couldn't get guys open. He was taking hits that a lot of guys couldn't really withstand. He's trying to question him because he had to leave in an NFC Championship game with a torn lig ligament in his knee. It's like, that's not cool. So I, I think that he always got a bit of a tough rap. And when you kind of consider all of those things, name me somebody who would have succeeded under that kind of turnover. If, if, if Justin goes that same road, he won't succeed either. Well, and let's look at the start, okay? I mean – you you saddled him with uh, the one and only Matt Nagy last year, and so now we're going to Eberflus. We are and we're bringing in Getzey. So two years in, two head coaches, two offensive coordinators, three OCs. If you if you want to, <laughs> yeah, right, right, ex exactly, exactly. So you know we're we're and and right and Nagy's the OC in in in. in whatever in his own naggy right. way right. so there's that right. too uh and then who are his number one you know darnell mooney's your number one receiver yeah that's uh, johnny knox again that's that it feels it feels johnny Knoxy. um yeah. so i don't know it's it it's 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 it everything feels on the table here that's all i'm saying because if he's nothing that when you talk about somebody's opinion right your opinion is only as valid as yours knowledge of the subject and i think that if we're talking about instability for a quarterback in chicago jay color's opinion should reign supreme here like you don't have to like him his opinion should reign supreme on this particular topic he knows of which he speaks and it's a cautionary tale for justin and the bears so do we uh, feel free to jump in the chat here do we want jay cutler back with the bears organization now i'm, I'm asking it because he was asked, like, would you like to come back? Because Eberflus has been reaching out to former players, and they've been, you know, he had Peanut Tillman, who spoke to the team. And so uh, Jason Leeser does a great job at the Sun-Times. He asked Cutler, like, you know, do you want to come back? And he said, quote, I spent the most time with the Bears. I was a Bears fan growing up. My kids love watching Chicago. So it's one of those things that if the opportunity arises and it works, I definitely, definitely be down for it. I don't so, know that I'm in. You can't, right? We we don't we don't want that, do we? I don't I don't I don't know that I'm in on 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 color being with the bear. I don't know that I'm in on that. Listen, <laughs> color. We talked about the, the quarterback bar for the Bears. And, you know, how relatively low it is compared to other teams, whatever, right? But colors at the top, right? Colors at the top, in my opinion. And so 
even with that being said, though, Cutler is not – he doesn't strike me as this, you know, team guy or this I'm going to bring you along guy. He strikes me as a guy who had an extremely talented arm and, you know, some gifts athletically. But in terms of him being a guy where I'm like, yeah, I want him tutoring my young quarterback, his mechanics would, would, would go awry, and he could do that. He's got freakish arm talent, so he could do that. But I don't want him telling Justin, this is what your feet should be doing. This is what your arm should be doing because his feet and his arm did things that aren't advantageous to most quarterbacks. I mean, I can know. you – yeah, there's that part. Like, you certainly are not going to be – teaching the fundamentals of football to Justin Fields. Uh, that, 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 is, that is absolutely not going to be going on. But the other side, like him walking in there, hey, guys, I know how much it means to put on this uniform. I know what it's like to run out of that tunnel. I know how great these Bears fans are. There is there's no way that the dudes in that locker room will be looking at him with some like, oh, man, what, what's, what's the next thing you're going to say, Jay? Tell point us point us in the right direction. I mean, the, he. I'll give him this. You were tough. You were a competitor. You trusted your arm a lot, sometimes way too much, and you were not, as we outlined, you were not given the best circumstance to be here. However, your leadership sucked. You 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 were you were you you fought you fought with your offensive line. You fought with your wide receivers. You brought Brandon Marshall in here who put up unbelievable numbers when he was here. But, of course, it ended up with you two not getting along, which I'm putting at least 50% on, Jay. Brandon's not a perfect person either, but come on. I, I just I just cannot imagine Eberflus reaching out. Hey, Jay, come, come talk to us. Come. He's, not, he's not that guy, man. He's, he's just not that guy. And I, and I, you don't have to be. It's fine, right? I, I don't think yeah. you have to be that guy as a quarterback. But in terms of I'm going to bring you in to help set the culture for this rebuilding franchise, I don't know that – in fact, I would say that Jay isn't that guy. And I, and I like Jay more than most people who experience him here in Chicago. But, I, no, no, I'm not, I'm not on board with that. I'm not I, I got to throw a little bit of love at Shaka Strong. We can't get Vince Evans, so Cutler is okay. <laughs> that, that's my era, Shaka. That's my era. I, uh, you know, me, me and me and Vince was, that was like 10 year old Carm. I loved him, was rooting like, like hell for him. And then of course, Jim McMahon came along and, uh, you know, I was, I was over Vince at that point, but Vince, Vince Evans was a dude. Vince Evans was, is a, is a, I love that that name just got thrown in. Vince Evans is like a, just a great, great dude. So, um, to, I, I think he's a very religious guy to this day. Vince is still out there. Love you, Vince Evans, old school bears quarterbacks. Hey, I want to throw a little quick trivia before we move off Cuddy. 2016, Herb, the Bears mm-hmm. finished 3-13. and 13. If you get this, you win a prize. And anybody else who uh, gets this, if Herb doesn't, who was the Bears' leading wide receiver or leading – It was. I just gave it away a little bit. Who was the leading uh, player catching footballs in Cuddy's last season? He's no longer who, in football. Who led the Bears in receptions in 2016? Yeah. Now I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give you. I'll, I'll. I'll help you here. In 2015, which the Bears went six and ten, it was Alshon Jeffrey with 54 and Martellus Bennett with 53. Now neither of those guys did it in 2016. This is an off the board play. Martellus, by the way, uh, if you look back at his numbers, they were awful damn solid. He, Martellus had 90 catches in 2014. Taylor led the team with 102. 
this guy was um I don't it, there's just I don't think there's any if anybody pulls it I will figure out a way to get you some level of the Windy City gift. Um he he left the Bears and I think what? he had yeah he had a cup of coffee with the Saints and he had all sorts of knee issues. Caught 66 balls. I'll give you one more hint as I look it up here. Hang on, let me let me give you a little I just I I would never never have gotten it. Uh, I am right that he went on to the Saints. And he's also a local guy from Berwyn um, and went to St. Joseph's High School, college at Illinois State. A Bear, oh, a, Sa- a, bear a Saint, a, pa- a Patriot, and then a Winnipeg Blue Bomber in 2021. Okay. Is, that, is anybody getting it in the chat here? Yes. Young, young Drizzy, you got it. Cameron Dam Meredith oh led the Bears. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. He had a good year, and we were, yeah. thinking, about, we, we were thinking about throwing money at him. And he, he went to he went to New Orleans, and everybody's like, "How do we let Cam Meredith get away?" Right? We freaked. We totally freaked. Uh, oh Tanner Gentry's God. a good guess, Matt. Cam, I'm like, oh my God, Cameron Meredith, um, Young yeah, Drizzy, I'm, hit I'm, hit me hit me up on Twitter at the Carm. I'll send you something. All right, well, we'll let's let's connect. I, that's um, a good pull, Drizzy. That's a good pull. That, that that's that's big time right there. But it also yeah. just it it totally underlines uh, the 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 incredible dysfunction uh, that that was and is unfortunately the Chicago Bears. Uh, bef- hey, I let, let me just yes yeah, so to bring it all sort of wrap around together of today's news and Cutler and the Bears and, and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, year one in, in Cleveland. Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams were his, were his coaches. Todd Haley and Freddie Kitchens were his OCs. Year two, Freddie Kitchens and Todd Monken was – Freddie Kitchens, the head coach, Todd Monken, the OC. Year three, dude goes 11-5. and five. Kevin Stefanski comes in. Alex Van Pelt's the OC. Three years, four head coaches, four OCs. They beat the Steelers in the wild card, and then they, they lose to the Chiefs in the divisional round. And then Stefanski says they go eight and nine. He tries to play through a shoulder injury and he's gone. It feels awful cutty like. You know, I think they're very similar. Like I think that I think they're very similar. Cutty's a little bit bigger. Um, he's got a stronger arm. But I think, you know, you kind of look at them, they both kind of have more confidence than their production warrants. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put it like that. Um, also, not really great leaders. I mean, they do it in their own way, but I, it's not the way I view great leadership. And, you know, I mean, they both were number six, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that that kind of dysfunction, it's not good for anybody. We'll see. You know, I think that I think that Baker probably has a decent chance to win that job out in, in Carolina. Yeah. And if he does, yeah. then, you know, maybe he'll, he'll, you know, earn himself another contract in a year or two. And, but that's, that's a sad thing. Like, la- not sad, but and a zillion circumstances sold slow down. Justin Fields, dedicated fans, Herb, you're one of them, and, and I'm rooting for him. And I appreciated the uh, car needs to get on the train. Had to, I, hey, that I was, was so funny. That was gold. <laughs> when you put up the picture on the platform, like, that was gold. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw the tweets moving around. I was literally on the train. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm take a picture when I get off this thing. Uh, so I'm, I want to get on. I just haven't gotten on. Herb's on. That's cool. All Fields fans. Uh, or Fields believers, I should say, 
that you're on that 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 that's sweet and uh yeah he didn't have as good of a year as sam Darnold did last year if we if we look at the numbers so you know baker's coming to and everyone's like yeah he is well and, and sam's been in the league longer but sam get, sam Darnold didn't get any benefit of any uh of any support in new york uh and it, it ain't like Carol, Carolina. You know, Matt Rule's gonna get fired at the end of this year if this thing doesn't turn around. So, yeah, I'm I just, just I, I view I, I view SC quarterbacks in the way that most people view O State quarterbacks, and I'm hoping <laughs> that that changes. But I don't. I'm, I don't. There, what? Where are the good SC quarterbacks at? Where, where, how far we got to go back for that? Uh, that's that's fair. I, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of literally one. Uh, <laughs> Matt Matt Leinart included. Who I'd, I'd have to. I it uh, was Bar- Matt Barkley was an SC quarterback. Am I right about that? Yes. Do I have that? Yes. Okay. There's another one. <laughs> it's bad. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, and the same thing with 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 Buckeye. Which, by the way, side note: the Big Ten adding UCLA and USC just straight sucks. I don't know what uh, our Bears fans think about that, but it's just. I mean, college sports is just ridiculous at this point. It's so. weird. Like that. Tra- even the travel was just going to be weird. And people were like, they can't play in the snow. And I saw a couple of, you know, Pac-10 people fire back or Pac-12 or whatever it's called, fire back uh, and say, well, we play uh, at Colorado and at Utah. It's like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, that, 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 ain't, that, that ain't the same. I'm, I'm sorry. No. Those that's like that's like that's like that's like nice winter. It's it's sunshine and it's kind of yeah. dry. Like this, yeah. you know, the, it, 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 this is this is the wind and and you you don't know you 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 know not what you speak of, um, at, all. at exactly at all. So all right, let let's let's take a look at what's going on with our our former guy uh, signing a one year deal with the Atlanta Falcons today. Eddie Eddie Goldman lands with Atlanta on a one-year contract. So he's 28. Of course, he played his first six seasons with the Bears. Former Bears that have signed with the Falcons this year and Ryan Pace. Goldman, Damian Williams, the running back, Jermaine Effetti, offensive line, wide receiver Demir Bird, Elijah Wilkinson gets another shot in the O-line, and they took defensive back Tease Tabor as well. Former Bears with the Falcons overall. Bird of Fetty, Nick Kwiatkowski, Corderell Patterson, uh, Dave Ragone is their offensive coordinator, Charles London's their quarterback's coach, Ted Montekino's their offensive linebacker's coach, John Hoke is their secondary coach, Michael Petrie's their running back's coach, Ryan Pace does whatever the hell he does, and Phil Emery's a scout. Ladies, wow. and, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the Atlanta Falcons slash Bears. The Chicago Bears <laughs> South. And we go down there this year, too. We're going to go down there. It's going to be yeah. a big... One big family reunion going on down in Atlanta. I, why? I, why? What? I don't, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't I, I don't know. Listen, we we all we all did bad in Chicago, so let's come down here together, and then we can be like, see, it wasn't us. It was it was the weather or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's a lot of them down there. Charles London, he's like the running backs coach. Like, like it's there's there's a lot going on down there. there a lot of a lot of bears down there. Maybe some of those guys have some success. I really like Eddie Goldman, you know, personally, just at, at him as an individual. I like I like Eddie Goldman as a, as a football player. I think that, you know, when he's on the field, he is absolutely a difference maker. Now, when he's on the field becomes the question, right? Obviously, he opted out for COVID. That's one thing. But he's had some injury things going on, too. And he's not played as often as you would like. But when he's on the field, I think he's a phenomenal, phenomenal nose tackle that really does some things for your defense. 
So I never talked to Eddie one-on-one. Did you ever talk to him? I did not, no. no okay, okay. Because my sense on Eddie, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but uh, and I this is probably unfair. Let me just say, but when you, you sat out with COVID and then last year just, I, I don't know what happened, but he could not get back or anywhere close to getting back. So I was, my, I'm, I'm asking the question, do you love playing the game of football? Because some guys do and some guys don't. And I get it. Like once you made your money and like, I don't want to get the crap kicked out of me every week anymore. I, I look at my bank account and it looks nice. And I've did this for a long time and I had fun, but for whatever reason, I don't I don't have that insane gene in me that I just want to like push my body to the end of the world. And I do wonder about that with Eddie. No, that's a legitimate question. Anytime you have somebody opt out of football, because first of all, opting into football is already like a different kind of mental thing. You kind of got to be a different kind of cat to love that game, to want to go out there and play that game. And so when you see somebody who's like, yeah, I'd rather not, it's like, oh, you probably don't really love it the way we think football players need to love the game. Some people love it. Some people just happen to be good at it. And it could be very well the case that he just happens to be good at it. And he's a very, very large human being. And so I'll just do it because I'm good at it. Fine. But maybe I don't love it. And when that rubber meets the road, I may choose to not go out there. And so that's, I think that's a legitimate question. He's going to have to answer that because uh, not only because he opted out, just but because he wasn't able to kind of refine himself when he came back. And he was Imagine. in shape when he first got back. He was in shape. Like he came back. He was in shape. We talked to him like, you know, collectively as media, but I didn't never have a one-on-one with him, but he was in shape and he was ready to go and he said all the right things and that, but it, it didn't materialize last year. It never did. Matt, you're a funny man. Maybe there's still time. Maybe Ryan Pace will trade a number uh, one for Robert. <laughs> call him. Yeah. Get him on the phone right now, Ryan Pace. Hey, <laughs> a, 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 a Ryan, listen, can you, can you just, you know, for old times sake, can you throw a, throw a, a first round draft pick? We'll even take it in like, yeah, I don't know, 24. We don't even need it next year. Just, just we'll give you Rob Quinn. You can, you can really make all it right. all work. That you're, you're. That's, give us, that's, a, give us, a, give us a 2024. We'll take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and since we got to polls, let's bring up, uh, let's bring up Lamar Soup Campbell, the yeah. who now the former vice president of player engagement, been with the Bears uh, since 2015. So he survived the Fox to Nagy transition, uh, but he's not going to survive to Eberflus. It's weird. Dude was on the hiring committee, and and he is super well respected. I do you have anything on this because I don't. I just I, I I got something a little bit on polls that I can give in a second. But do you do you have any understanding yeah. of what happened to Sue? Yeah, I think I think it's very very weird. He was certainly a guy who was very highly respected by the players. He was highly respected throughout the league, as you mentioned. He was one of the five people on the search committee that hired Ryan Poles, right? And I think that to, to then fire him at this juncture of the season when most of those jobs are taken number one number two you do you get you call him on the phone to fire him while he's on vacation like where's the respect in that you 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 bring in this new free agent class and this rookie class and you allow soup to get them acclimated to chicago do everything that soup does with the players and then after that he's on vacation you call him to fire him like it's 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 disrespectful it's not the way you want to do things. And a source close to the situation told me that players inside that locker room are upset. And also players that are gone from that locker room have been like, yo, what's going on over there? And so I think it's setting a bit of a bad precedent in terms of his reputation for Ryan Poles because players talk. And if players like somebody like Soup, who does so much for those players, right? So much in terms of getting them set up with housing, finding schools for them, 
working with them on terms of how they engage with the media, all those types of things. Anytime they have a problem, they go to suit and they've all loved them. And so when you get players talking around the league that you guys were not only got rid of a guy like that, but you did it in a disrespectful way, there's going to be a lot of questions. You're talking about going to the next season and having all this cap space and we're going to be players in free agency. Well, you're going to be players in free agency when you got guys like Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson, like, yo, what they do to suit, like that's, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. No, and and okay, I get it. You're the guy in charge, Ryan Poles. You want your guys in there. Okay, that's sweet that he hired me, but I really, at the end of the day, don't feel like I owe him anything. But to your point, sure. let hey, how, if you you know the guy's going on vacation, you could do one of two things. You can bring him a beforehand. Hey, man. I don't want you to, I don't want to ruin your time away, but we are already behind. Hirings have already taken place, and I want to make a change here. So uh, I want to let you know before you go on vacation so maybe you can decompress and think about what you want to do. I certainly didn't want to, I don't want to wait until you get back, and I didn't want to call you that, in the middle of your vacation. And or, and or just chill out and, 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 and let him have his vacation when he comes back. Hey, man, I, I, I need to talk to you. Um, and, 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 and then you bring him in and you have a real conversation. I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe soup did something that was so wrong that he would be like, you know what? I, I, I get where you're coming from. And, or maybe those two just don't get aren't on the same wavelength, but this is just a bad look for Ryan Poles. Bad. It's a, it's a bad look. You, there's a way to do things, right? And if you want to get him out of here, if you want to bring in somebody that you work better with or whatever reason, fine. I'm told that this was not a, uh, merit-based move that had nothing to do with performance, had nothing to do with players, right? Why are you doing this? And if you have your own reasons, fine, but do it in a way that isn't disrespectful. You could you clearly you 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 decided that already. So before he leaves to go on vacation, say, hey, I know everybody's gonna go home and get away for a little while. You need to talk to me before you go. And then you can do whatever you want to do. Maybe it has something to do with the two arrests. Let's talk about who got arrested, right? Who bought Brian Penguin here? Right, he's with you. That's yeah. your guy. I just met him ten minutes ago. You can't. You gonna blame that on me? You brought him from Kansas City, not me, right? That like these are, like Soup puts out a lot of fires, things that don't even make it to the news, and he does his job very well. I think that, it, from my estimation, just watching it, watching how Soup kind of moves around the facility, watching how he moves around Soldier Field, I think that his presence can be intimidating to someone who is not yet comfortable in their own skin in terms of the position that they play and sometimes we just want to get those types of people away from them for whatever reason and i think that he's going to come to regret it i really do shaka i like what you're saying here too and young jersey thanks for your comment it's it's good to keep someone who knows the culture both the organization and town it seems personal i mean we we don't know but that's it's it's not a it's it's certainly a much on the table it could be personal here or for whatever reason i didn't know soup i i but everything i heard from a lot of people is that he was incredibly well respected you're saying the same thing here herb and i one one thing i have heard about polls and you know none of us are looking to bury ryan polls right now before the first training no. camp starts at the end of july or but but what i have heard is that it's he's a hard dude to get a read of that you know walking around the building there's a there's I guess people just don't exactly know where they stand with the guy. He is not incredibly transparent. So I'm guessing, and by all accounts, it seems the way that the, he caught soup way off guard. So 
So this is a guy who, you know, he keeps his, his uh, you know, he's close to the vest. Close here. to the vest. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that's fine, right? I think that's a, I think that's something that can serve you well as a GM publicly, right? Out in the media, it's fine. Not everybody knows what you're thinking. And even as a first-year GM coming into an organization to say, hey, I'm not going to make any super strong allegiances. I'm just kind of evaluating the building. Some of y'all are going to go. Some of y'all may be able to stay. That's fine. I'm, I'm okay with him going through whatever process of evaluation that he wants to go through. Once you make your evaluation, move with respect. Do things in a way that people deserve. And, and to get a phone call on your vacation, that's not what anybody deserves. Not, that's not what Soup deserved. Not somebody that was so well-respected in that building. Not somebody who was on the hiring committee that brought you into the building. Right. And I, I do wonder, too, you would think you got to call George McCaskey, right? Hey, George. I want to fire the dude that you had on the hiring committee that brought me in here. You all right with that? And clearly George, I guess, is. But that's a quick trigger. That is a you you. There's there's you're not. I mean I, I don't know. You're 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 not. We all know this. You're not. They're going to try to squeeze everything out of the lemon here. But you're not exactly trying to win the Super Bowl this year. We're looking to have a major step forward. So it's a it's an evaluation not only of the players that you have and who's going to be around going forward, but it's the same thing in the front office. Absolutely. So, so I, I I don't get it. Uh, Jay Sanders with some stuff on the field here. Bears line is worse than last year. The wide receiver course is worse than last year. Uh, Justin Fields is toast. All right, <laughs> Jay, just 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 slow down here. Uh, we're not. We do not know that the the Bears line is worse than last year. I think the Bears line is, fingers crossed here, but it it certainly has the potential to be better, right? I mean, uh, I don't know that, Carm. I I don't know that I'm with you on that, man. You don't I, think that it's both even the potential to be better? Yeah, but the, that potential is completely based on unknowns. It's not like. Yo, if this guy has a season like he had last year, or if this guy returns to form, then he's fine. I don't even know. Three, like, they're going to be three people, probably, they're probably going to be three stars on the line that didn't even really play for real last year. So it's like, I maybe they could be, they, they could be light years better than last year, but I don't, I don't know right, that. Just, just okay, let, let's, I, I need to be, <laughs> I need to be reminded, honestly, in real time here, who the hell was on the line last year. You had Peters, Jason Peters, white hair. White hair. Mustafer, Mustafer, right guard switched a lot. You had Afedi in there. He was kicking inside, outside, right. Um, and, and then on the right side, you had sometimes you had Afedi, sometimes you had Eliza Wilkinson, sometimes you like it was like it was. Afedi's right. terrible. Right. Right. Eliza Wilkinson also down it, in Atlanta. It can't be worse than that. I'm sorry, it cannot be worse <laughs> than that. Lucas Patrick is going to be a better center than Sam Mustafer. I'm not saying he's elite the way the Bears are doing, but he is going to be a better center. Uh, Cody, so it comes down to white hair and Peters versus white hair and Patrick. That's all we know. Yeah, but okay, but right, but I, I'm saying that I'm saying that Larry Borum is going to make a good step at right tackle. That's going to be solidified, and I I'm of the I I'm of the opinion. I don't know why. This is just my own logical he's got to have the most talent and and we got to find somewhere for him to play tevin jenkins you're going to step in at right guard damn it and you're going to do something that's your position we are yeah. it's the it's the least difficult spot on the line you're big enough to do it you use those Go short arms and, and 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 make something happen over there tevin so the, 
I mean, you, you can't. I want to believe. I got. I, I want to believe. I, I I want to believe, and I would probably lean towards they have to be. But I wouldn't bet anything on it, like I, because there's too many unknowns. I I think that Tevin Jenkins is big enough to play right tackle, to pull around on some powers, to lean on some guys on some. Like I I think he's. I think he should do it. I like I like Larry Borum too. Right. I think that if he continues his development, he should be a serviceable right tackle for you. We got Southern Utah on the left side. I don't know <laughs> what's going on over here, right? Like it's it's Carl, come on, Braxton. I, I, I can't <laughs> you, you I can't can, bank on any of this, man. We we love you, fifth round Southern Utah Braxton Jones. Hey and, and everybody's so convinced that Lucas Patrick is just like the goods. They gave this dude like two years, eight million dollars. Y'all don't even think he that good. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's the scary part of it. But and I when I watch him, I don't know. My, I get weird about a dude that always has a sleeve on his leg. Like I feel like you're gonna, your body's gonna fall apart. That's that's you're you're probably okay, but I'm not sure that you're okay. You can't run around in in shorts at, at Bears minicamp without wearing something to support yourself. That scares me. So I'm not, you know, your body's. I, I hope you're okay, but I don't know if you are. Uh, what does Justin Fields need to do? to prove he's a long-term answer from 77 Golden Phoenix. What's up, 77 Gold? Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to Windy City Bears podcast. Right now we're live on Wednesday, every Wednesday at 5 o'clock. Uh, we're dropping clips all the time, and we're tell looking for – Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, tell a friend, tell a, tell a non-friend. Let's get the let's get the family involved here, and uh, we're fired up for training camp coming up here in, in, a, in a couple of weeks. But, it's coming uh, quick, too. It is. It's, it's almost – we're two weeks away. But what does he need to do to prove he's a long-term option? That's a good question. That's an excellent question. I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm, with everything that's around him, uh, you know, league average quarterback would be amazing. But that almost would make me think that he's a Hall of Famer. I, I don't know. I, you know, uh, I, I think that it can't be tied to wins and losses. That's for right? sure. Yeah. And and if if, if everybody's going to talk about you know the surrounding cast or lack thereof then that, that kind of makes it even difficult to tie it to statistics. And so I think, does he play 17 games, right? Is he not turning the ball over, just making egregious mistakes, right? Is he not throwing into triple coverage? Is he not misreading the defense? Is he not getting fooled by different kinds of blitzes or zone coverages? Those are the types of things we're going to be looking for. Unfortunately, those things can be, a little bit less tangible than, you know, wins and losses or yards and touchdowns. But I think because of the overall picture, you're going to have to try and grade him on a bit of a curve that's kind of onto himself and not so much the entirety of the offense. I, I like where you're coming from, and, and, and I love in the the, uh, the comments here. Thank you, Young Drizzy. You're right. Hit that like button. Give, give us that, that helps, too. And uh, Candace, really appreciate you saying that. Uh, hey, we're, 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 uh, we're super excited to be doing it, and I can't wait for the season and all of it. So, so thank you. But how about this? Incrementally gets better throughout the year and shows a greater command of the offense each day and actually seems to like lift up those around him. That's asking for a ton. But if he you does said that as though you were the coach of the Bears, I thought you were reading that from somewhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just wanted to slowly get it out there because it, it feels like I, I'm almost like I'm asking too much. Just get better each week. Get, uh, for the most part, I'm not saying you can't have dips and your the 
no, nothing is is what, what do they say linear i hate when i use big words linear yeah. to be false under big but he's it's not going to be like okay it's he's just going straight up but something along those lines and we've seen good quarterbacks play for bad teams right we've seen good quarterbacks at some point across the league play for a bad team and you can still recognize that this quarterback is good and so i think that we need to see those kinds of things from him i also would like to see Maybe he can carry them to a win or two. Like, oh, they, they had no business in that game. And then Justin went Justin and stole the game. And that that would be great to see, too. That was the best part of last year, even though they lost the damn game. But he nearly carried them to the Steelers win. And it was like, okay, thank you so much. I'm so happy to see it. How about a couple uh, San Francisco 49er run moments? That would be sweet, too. But overall, I just – I would like to see – a certain level of confidence, composure. He has that already, but like really just, you can just see that this dude has control of this offense. Um, there's leadership moments. We've seen a, a couple flashes of those in minicamp that we've talked about before where he was kind of directing wide receivers that I thought was super cool to see. Um, I saw our guy, Mark Grody to tweet the same thing out or like, what's a good year for fields. And the comments started going nuts. Like, I, because it, it it is a it's a wide range here. I mean, you know, I I I don't know, but what exactly it is, but it it he certainly set the bar low enough that it's got to be better than last year. <laughs> with all due respect, <laughs> it can't get worse, right? It's like the same with the old line, right? It can't get worse. Uh, I, I I think I think that Justin will be fine. I think that he will show that incremental growth. I think that we will see that he has a better command of what it is that he's trying to do out there on the field. And I've been saying this since the season ended. For me, his next step in development has to be about post-snap. What does he understand post-snap? How can he quickly decipher any changes from that defense and then know where to go with the ball? Does he know where the answers are? Or as Matt Nagy used to say, does he know where the bones are buried, right? Like, I think that if he can, if, if he can do those things well, that's going to allow him to say, okay, well, maybe this wasn't the best play, but they were able to get a six-yard completion out of it or a throwaway or a three-yard scramble. Those types of things will be will be key in his development. I think he'll be ready for those things. I think most people will be able to obviously see it with the eye test. I don't know that it will show up on the stat sheet. How much are you playing him in the preseason? Because I'm playing him a lot. Yeah, I give him – I give him – yeah, I, I give him a lot. I, I, I would – he, I would give him the entire first quarter in game one, maybe the first half. Game two, he could go three quarters. Game three, I'd play him. Still at least another quarter or two. Like, he's learning a new system again. He needs as much football under his gut as possible. He's got an entirely new receiving core. Like, they need time on task. This isn't a season where it's like, hey, we can't risk injury. Yes, the hell we can. We, got, we can risk anybody going down because we're not going nowhere anyways. We ain't worried about injury. Let's get on the same page. Let's be ready to hit the ground running week one. Well, and listen, we can't get Justin Fields hurt, but I would argue that playing him in the preseason when they're not actually trying to really kill him would perhaps prevent injury down the line. I mean, these dudes, there's got they got to get some in competition. This offensive line, whatever the hell it's going to be, they they got to play together. Uh, so I, I think you'd actually yeah, now if, he, if he comes out, he has a, a a touchdown drive, another productive drive. They get ten points in two drives. Go ahead and pull him. That's fine, right? But if that thing is struggling. I would say leave them in there and start to knock some of the kinks out a little bit because they're going to need it. Yeah, as long as he's not getting living crap kicked out of him, then then yeah, it, which, sure. which, which sure. shouldn't happen. So I, I like the way you're thinking about it. Yeah, let, let, let's let's at least leave each game 
with some level of positivity. Or if not, like we you we you you played a lot, so we had the full learn of just what the nightmare was. Uh, rewinding back here for the for the, you jumping out a little bit later, seventy seven golden picks. We started with the thoughts on doming Soldier Field, still the worst stadium in the league. LOL. Hey man. I, that's fine. Worst stadium ever. Going to cost a ton of money. I'm a complete idiot. Leave them in. Leave them at Soldier Field. Dome, dome the living bejesus out of that thing. Let's go. I will. I. I will. I will take the L to right now. I'm living in the South Loop, so I'm. I'm. I'm I probably won't be there by this time. But I will walk over there in over the over the 18th Street Bridge and, yeah, and, yeah. and feel that cold and then I'll walk in to this sweet dome stand as far as I'm concerned make it retractable let's 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 go the whole distance here because I listen the, the way the world is going and shout out to right. you know we, we might as well just hey let's just spend the money because I, I it just it, it, What's I, real, I right <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a, it's every other day that right now, so it's uh, that something terrible is happening. So we might as well just throw throw a retractable roof on Soldier Field, and we'll enjoy it while we can. I'm biased too, man. It's something about Soldier Field on the lakefront downtown. Like I I want it to be there. I get the Arlington pitch. I understand it. I still think it's going to be a tough pitch to beat, but I just bias. Like I want Soldier Field right there on the lake. That's where it belongs, in my opinion. And I want it to be there. So throw a dome on it. Do whatever it takes. <laughs> And, and and let's roll like i don't you know what i mean yeah yes and i don't this is not happening by the way i think ne- neither of us believe that too they're they're going to arlington heights it's going to be a minute till till it's official uh i i think I mean, it's going to take it's going to take at least 2 3 years to build that thing though right yeah they they can't leave soldier field till 2026 first off so what i'm saying is how long is going to take to build the stadium in arlington at least 2 years I think so. I if if we timeline this realistically, I think within a year it'll be like some contract will be signed, and right. then they'll break ground probably I don't know a year from that, and then it'll take three years to build it. So what I got five years out, and then twenty twenty six they can leave. So twenty twenty seven first year in Arlington Heights, I'll be uh, I'm not going to give my age out because it's depressing <laughs> to me, but. Uh, and, and hey, and you know, the other thing, like you know, the, the the red line goes to Roosevelt. So does the green line. So does so you know you can get there. There's buses all going down Michigan Avenue. You you want to take public transportation to Arlington Heights? There's one damn train. I mean, how many? I I I, I don't know. I just I think it's gonna be a huge pain in the ass. That's that's how I see it. I, mean, I I get it that Soldier Field's its own set of logistical problems but I, I don't think it's going to be like oh this is so easy to get out to arlington yeah. heights on a sunday or monday night or whatever but uh, i'm sure it'll be super sweet and i every bears fan that i talk to that's a diehard and has tickets they're so worried that they're going to get charged all the pcls all over again and you know they're going to mm-hmm. do that you oh, know for they're- sure for sure the fans are going to foot that bill they're but they're going to foot it wherever it's at they're going to foot it if they put a dome on soldier field they're going to foot it if they move the, like the fans are going to foot that bill but they're going to foot it because they know that you will foot it doesn't matter the bears don't have to be good it's going to be sold out yeah and i just got into a, a moment of morality taxpayer money should not go for a cent of any of this but of course we know that it will and i i i, I don't want to even go down that road even yeah. though i just did so yeah. all right i think we did it here herb dome it up jay cutler 
I, I, I'm seeing some Twitter comments like make Jay an assistant coach. No, don't, 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 Ooh, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't make Jay anything. Bring Jay. You know what? You want, you want to do something with Jay? Bring him out to a game. Have him, have him, have him be on the sidelines. Have him. I don't know. I don't even do, do like you want to present a present a football at Soldier Field and and, and raise your hand and, and have half the crowd cheer for you and the other half or twenty percent right. boo your ass. I'm down for that moment. Um, by the way, I actually we should oh. before we get out. I forgot. I, I got one thing I wanted to play. This was this was this was Brian Urlacher uh, with 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 uh, where was he on? I think he was on. Uh, I should I should know that. I, this, this is a barstool thing. Um, and this was Erlacher on Cuddy. Just a, a moment of respect from two dudes who didn't always get along. Hurts his knee in the second quarter. Everyone says he wasn't hurt. What you guys remember that shit? <sighs> Vaguely, man. Man, the media. I, gave I know him... you see oh. all, the, all the antics of him being on the sideline and looking like he doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard all that. I've seen all the pictures. So they, they said, you know, he got he tore his MCL in the second quarter. He kept trying to play. The media said he just he just copped out because we were getting beat. Whatever. What do you think? Fuck no, he was tough. Jay was tough. Saying, I don't care what anyone says. Man, that dude, he did, he dislocated his thumb the next year and played the rest of the game. Don't tell me he's a bitch. He ain't no bitch. So the dude played the rest as long as he could. But he, he was hurting our team by being in there because he couldn't throw. He couldn't step into a throw with a torn MCL. Right, because so he, he had the cannon on him. Yeah, dude, oh, you think? So you're talking about a guy that can make any throw? That's the guy right there. But I'd practice, I'd be like, holy shit, holy shit. How is he getting these balls in here? It was unbelievable yeah. to watch him throw the football. But we just we just couldn't get it all together. I don't know what it was. We just couldn't figure it out. Um, those couple of years we had them, like it's only legit, like man. yeah, only like Brian Erlacher can can explain it. But there it is, you know. No, I think that's I think that's legit. Like again, there's a guy who was a, a captain on the team with him and wasn't necessarily friends with him. So it's not like he's like, hey, this is my guy. He's just telling the truth. You don't have to like the guy to be honest. He's a tough dude and he can make any throw you ever dreamed of making. Those those two things indisputable. Everything else on the table. His sideline demeanor, his on-field demeanor, him as a person, all that's on the table. It's all fair game. His toughness, his ability to throw the football. You can't you can't challenge him there. You can't you cannot. And uh I'll also say Jay is an excellent bartender. He was uh he was working with Dos Eki down in uh he was yes, a, a delicious product. He he was I don't know. They were they were paying him a bunch of dough. So he was he was at a bar in the national championship game when it was Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. And somehow I was down there for fan sided. And so Cuddy served me a couple dosakis that I, I should post. Uh, maybe I'll put that video out there sometime soon again because I've, I've posted a bunch of times. But but Jay was Jay was very friendly. He gave out the beers, asked me if I wanted a lime. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate you. By the way, <laughs> one other quarterback love. I think we could see this. Look at that. There it is. Aaron Rodgers' new tattoo. I don't know what Herb. Can you break that down for me? What what's going on with Aaron? That looks like a, sort of like a yeah, dream. Sure. Tat- yeah, go okay, please. I got, you. Okay. I got you. So so what you're looking at here, you got you got Jordy Nelson on the left right there. <laughs> All right. Devontae yeah. Adams is on the right. Okay. Right. That little that little thing coming from the bottom. That's the football. Now I have no idea what I'm looking at, Carl. So but it's yeah. a touchdown for sure. So I mean, I think the circular ball towards the lower part of the forehand forearm—that's the, the way the world spins. And then the eye is is, is Aaron watching the world spinning. Mm. And then and then uh, the graphics there—it's like a spider web of 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 dream catching that will lead Rodgers to his second Super Bowl in in twenty in, in, in right with uh, with. 
with the Green Bay Packers and and I don't yeah right okay. and the Bears and the Lions staring at each other like why can't we get to where Aaron is. Yeah, I'm still learning. You know, I don't really look at it like that. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Um, I, I think uh, Trust does a good job of putting ownership on everybody on the offense and making sure everyone's accountable. Yeah, I'm still learning. You know, it's game week, and we're still are kind of learning things. We're learning things on the move, and we got to prepare for a game. But it's football. You know, I think everyone here in that locker room has fun. You know, we're doing stuff that uh, not many people in the world get to do. So we've got to enjoy each day. still learning enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.